Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Good evening and good afternoon, everybody. Hope everyone is staying safe during this difficult time. But any further ado, I'm going to turn things over to W's Executive Vice President of Global Talent Strategy and Development, Paul Triple H. Levesque. Welcome to the call, everybody, and thank you for being here um, again. I really appreciate everybody joining these calls and being a part of this. Um, before we start today, I just wanted to offer my sincere condolences to the families, to the family of uh, George Floyd and to the families of the countless others that have lost their lives due to senseless violence. Um, just wanted to say that before we get started. So with that, um, I know we have a lot of international people, uh, additional, uh, more so than usual today on the, on the call, so welcome. Um, I'm very, very excited about this uh, card. One, for us to be back in the takeover business, so to speak, with everything going on with um, you know, the, the COVID situation and everything happening for us to be back having a takeover. And it seemed very apropos and in the moment while everybody is in quarantine and everything else to be uh, bringing back in your house, which I think a lot of people look back on at the time in WWE very fondly and, and see those as fun and entertaining pay-per-views. I'm excited to bring that back. I think there will be a lot of uh, fun little uh, his history pieces and and uh, things that people will enjoy in this that will uh, will be very retro, but will make them current to today. And uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I think this card is spectacular, and I, and I I'm uh, always feel like we present a great card that then tends to even exceed expectations. This one I would expect to be no different. Um, as you saw last night, uh, Tegan Knox, Shotzi Blackheart, Mia Yim versus Candice uh, Gargano, Larray, uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, and the six-woman tag, 
sort of stemming off of the, the Candace turn and everything happening around that. These are some of the most amazing uh, female performers. And I shouldn't even say that. It's just amazing performers that we have in the industry, uh, in the WWE. And uh, I really expect a lot out of this match. I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for the opportunity for all of them to show what they can do on this platform and take it to the next level. Um, and it should be, it should be a, a hell of a match. Um, Johnny Gargano and his turn has created an entire new dynamic for Johnny that as one of the most consistent and exceptional performers in NXT now with this new character and new, uh, sort of slant to everything that he is bringing to the table where it's Johnny Gargano's way. This is an entirely different match. Now, um, he brings something unique to the table and he needs to against somebody as formidable as Keith Lee. You can make the argument that Keith had maybe the best uh, 2019 of anybody in the WWE. Uh, Finn Balor versus Damian Priest, to me, two completely different styles, but something that I'm looking forward to very much. Damian, the opportunity to compete against a veteran like Finn and, and show what he can do. And Finn Balor has just taken the Prince to a whole different level from where he was at before. Velveteen Dream and Adam Cole for the NXT championship is um, uh, going to be done out, out of the arena offsite. As everybody knows, um, I, I don't necessarily like using the term cinematic because I don't feel like that is, this is, this, this will be, uh, there will be a ring. This will be uh, what we do, but it will, um, it will be different and in a different environment and shot differently. And, um, I think people are going to really enjoy this and it's, it was spectacular. So I think, uh, this will be off the chart for the NXT women's championship, the triple threat match, Rhea Ripley, who we talked about Keith Lee's 2019, you could put her right up there with it is probably, uh, on an equal of, you know, one of the best 2019s of anybody in the business. Io Shirai, one of the most consistent performers that we have and probably in ring, uh, maybe the best female, uh, performer in the world, my opinion. And then Charlotte Flair, who absolutely has time and time again proven herself um, over the years. And, you know, this is her coming back to NXT and, you know, putting her thumb on everybody and showing them that, that she's a queen. And this is going to be, to me, it's three of the best uh, performers in the business. And this one is going to be, I, I have such high expectations for it, spectacular. And then, of course, Tommaso Ciampa and Karrion Cross. Tommaso, one of the toughest, grittiest um, performers in NXT against somebody who has just sparked a fire in NXT and um, I think garnered everybody's interest in Karrion Cross. This is an opportunity for him to, to show really what he hasn't done yet, which is what does he really bring to the table in ring. And against somebody like Tommaso Ciampa, he couldn't have gone any higher up the ladder. So I can't wait to see that one. Um, so with that said, the card is spectacular in your house. We're going to bring something old, something new, and um, it should be a hell of a night. So with that, I'm going to open up to all of you uh, for questions. Guys, because we have a larger amount of international media on the call, we're going to keep it to one question per person today. Thank you very much. And thank you. If you'd like to ask a question, please signal by pressing star one on your telephone keypad. 
If you're using a speakerphone, please make sure your mute function is turned off to allow your signal to reach our equipment. Again, that's star one to ask a question. And we'll take our first question. Nick Hoffman with Wrestling Inc. Hi, Paul. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat today. Hey, Nick. How are you? I'm I'm doing as as well as I can here in Chicago right now. Um, yeah. Well, I want to ask Glad you to about. Uh, thank you. Yeah, it's a tough time, obviously, for everybody. I appreciate your uh, concern. Uh, Florida is uh, entering phase two of the reopening. Uh, they've announced some concert halls are going to be available for shows uh, half capacity. Uh, is NXT and WWE considering running shows outside of the Performance Center in Florida because of that? So I think, you know, since the beginning of this, we've been looking at all options and, and um, trying to figure out, you know, just, just how to navigate all of this. And as things have changed, we've worked very closely with the government in Florida to make sure that we are doing everything that they want us to do, expect us to do, and, and then some, um, and try to uh, stick to everything, you know, uh, CDC guidelines, everything. Um this has just come about and we have been uh, looking at options for when this time came. So I think all options are on the table for us. I think we need to understand completely what they're saying can and cannot be done and what they would like us to do. And then we will respond accordingly, but all options are on the table. You know, um, look, what we do is, is for our fans and we feel like it's our duty to, and and had felt like that to continue to deliver for them. They've been there for us. We want to be there for them, even in this time when they need it the most people need that entertainment. So the faster we can get ourselves um, in front of our fans and uh, back to, to doing what we do, the better, as long as it's safe for everybody. Awesome. Uh, Thank you very much, Paul. Looking forward to the show this Sunday. Thanks, Nick. Thank you. Next, we'll go to Gabrielle Lorino with Every Eye. Hi, nice to meet you. Hi, Gabrielle. Uh, you have just celebrated 25 years of career in uh, WWE, in which you have achieved great results, not only as a wrestler, but also outside the ring. And congratulations. Can you tell us a moment that you find particularly significant for you? Uh, boy, um, 25 years, a long time. There's a lot of moments. Um, I enjoyed all of them, you know, for, for me, even more so than the moments in the ring, I think the, the moments backstage with everybody and, and the relationships that you build and the people that I've had the privilege of working with, all of those things will stick with me forever. You know, I've talked about the end of an era match with Taker and, you know, that moment at the top of the stage. For me now, it comes down to moments um, of, of watching the, the future talent grow and, and uh, knowing that we're giving them that platform, knowing that somehow in a small way we're helping them get there and, and assist that, you know, um, this Sunday will be no different. You know, you're going to see a lot of talent, some of which have been in this position before with takeovers and, and on that big stage and, and some who haven't, and you're going to see them rise to the occasion and, and grow as performers. And, and in some ways it might seem cliche, but those moments are almost bigger to me now than the moments of my career, the 
it's it's akin to watching uh, you know doing something in your life and then watching your kids succeed. Um, you know what's more special I, to me right now in this moment? I wouldn't trade any of it. Um, watching watching the the men and women of of NXT and and beyond just captivate the world, do what they do, have that opportunity, live their dream. Um, those are the moments now for me that are the most important. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you, Gabriel. Thank you. And next we'll go to Sean Ross Sapp with Fightful. Hey, Paul, thank you very much. Uh, can you walk Thanks, us through the process of the, the Drake Maverick situation, him getting his release, his his heartfelt message, and then, one, him being allowed to continue in the tournament that he was scheduled for until ultimately being offered another contract, including, like, what point did you all realize that you were going to keep him around, and what does that do for his contract? Is he just effectively on the same deal he had before? Is he re-signed to a new deal? How, how does that work? So uh, the, the Drake situation came about, you know, we already had the tournament booked out, and, and I believe uh, at that point in time, it was a little bit of a jumble with me without going back and looking, but I believe we had a promoted already at that time. And, um, and then the releases happened, which are horrible. And no one wants to see anybody lose their job, especially in the world right now. But, you know, a lot of companies uh, around the world are having to make tough business decisions in this moment in time to ensure that they are still there um, as, as this continues on and, and difficult decisions were made. Um, he was given the option of continuing the tournament, wanted to, um, and, you know, wanted to prove that he could still be here. You know, if you met him or know him at all, he is, he's just one of the most passionate guys, um, and loves WWE, just wants to be here. It's his dream, the whole thing. Um, couldn't, couldn't be a, a, a better, you know, guy. And um, look, you know, as we said in the moment of, of time, when, when the release happened, it wasn't like he was involved in anything. So, you know, your, uh, it, it just happened the way it did. But through the process of this tournament, man, he just, he captured people's hearts. He captured their imagination and he, he earned that spot. And, uh, you know, it was already out there in the biggest way possible. So you either ignore it or you, or you turn it into something and, and we turned it into to something, uh, based off of his, him and his performances. And, um, I'm thrilled, personally thrilled for him that he can, uh, continue to, to do what he loves doing and what he dreamed about doing. And, um, that he has that opportunity going forward. Because like I said, he's a great guy, and, and uh, I'm thrilled that we were able to, to get where we did. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Sean. Thank you. And next we'll go to Francesco Palmerini with Calcio Republic. Uh, yes, hi, Paul. Hi, 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 Paul. And the uh, um, first question from Italy is about, uh, of course, uh, Fabian Eichner. Uh, and Italy, thanks to Fabian Eichner, has returned to to, uh, to conquering the WWE title. And uh, it did not even happen since Bruno Sammartino, actually. Uh, is this uh, an, an important signal for Italy? And uh, what do you, do you want to say to the Italian uh, audience? I mean, look. 
we look to bring in performers from everywhere. Great performers, to me, it doesn't matter where they're from or, or anything else. I'm, I'm looking for great athletes, great performers, great characters, great personalities. Um, Fabian is all those, and um, I'm thrilled for him that he's in the position he's in. I, I would think that's very important in Italy. Um, but to, to me, you know, to me, he's just a phenomenal talent. And like I said, as we look all over the globe, we have talent from just about everywhere. The diversity of our rosters and our performance center and NXT and everything else um, is, is uh, you know, there's, there's a ton of diversity and I'm very proud of that. So I'm excited for him and excited for the position he's in and he's got the whole world in front of him because he is an incredibly talented guy. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you, Francesco. And thank you. And next we'll go to Mike Johnson with PWInsider.com. Hey, Paul, wow. how are you? All the way down the list. What happened? Yeah, my, Mike, right. Fightful.com. People stuck in all the way. Pushed you to the right. <laughs> Sorry. How are you? Sorry. I'm good. I hope you guys are, are doing well um, as well. Um, you mentioned the cinematic quality of Velveteen Dream against Adam Cole. Um, we've seen in the last couple of months, WrestleMania was pre-taped. Money in the Bank had elements of live and cinematic. For TakeOver, since this is the first one of this era, what's the ratio of live content that's taking place as we watch it versus material that's been taped in advance? Obviously, the cinematic stuff is going to be more production quality and elements to that, but the rest of the show, what are we looking at? Yeah, so... Uh, Basically everything else in the show, within, uh, w- with the exception of the Velveteen Dream, Adam Cole matches live, um, and as you know, that that match has already been done, um, and there was uh, it was shot outdoors, so there was some component to that of of weather that we wanted to be uh, cautious of, but um, everything else within the show, um, match wise, will be live. All right, thank you. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Next, we'll go to Federica Silva with Sport Fair. Hello. Hi, Paul. Um, one question from, uh, from Italy. Uh, one of the most important match of uh, NXT TakeOver is the triple trip match for the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, what do you think uh, about the great success reached by WWE female superstar in uh, the last years? I'm sorry, I, I missed the end of the question. Uh, I, could you could you repeat it? I, uh, I I know you're talking about the women's match, but I just missed the question. Yeah, I was uh, talking about the women's match, uh, and uh, the question was, uh, what do you think about the great success uh, that uh, WWE female superstar reached in uh, these years? Um, so the, what I believe the question is is. The, how well the the women have done over the last few years is that yeah. is that accurate? Yeah. 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 Um, oh God, I'm I'm continually blown away by our women. Um, I have been since the beginning of you know when when we started doing NXT and, and I I shouldn't say that before that you know our women have always risen to the occasion but the opportunity changed the. The platform changed, and and they took that and ch- and and made that change happen. So 
you know, as, as for me talking about NXT, you know, I can go back to the, the pages and, the, um, you know, past that, the, the Sasha's and the Bailey's and Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair and, and all the women that you think of at the beginning of that NXT kind of the change of pace and, and the change of what, uh, women were doing in ring. Um, you fast forward that to today and, you know, more often than not, they're stealing the show more often than not. They are, um, you know, telling better stories. You know, it's just, it's amazing what they can do. And, and, um, the in-ring product is off the chart and I can look at the performance center, the athletes that are in it. And you you look at the six women just at takeover with Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart, Mia Yim, Candice, Dakota, Raquel, Wow, the, the 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 depth of what is there, the amount of women that, that have that ability to steal the show at any given moment is incredible. So I couldn't be more proud of all of them. They have worked so hard for it. They have given everything they they have for it. Um, you know, and I, and I think that's why it's so, so successful. They pour their heart and their soul into everything they do and, and um you know, they, they've delivered every time. So, so proud of them. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. And we'll take another international question. Alistair McGeorge with Metro UK. Hi, Paul. How are you doing? Hey, Alistair. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks. You doing okay? Yeah, I'm doing right. Good, good. I thought I, I wanted to chat to you a bit about, um, cinematic matches and kind of specifically the Boneyard match and Jeremy Borash's involvement. I know he was heavily involved in that. So I wanted to ask you how much credit Jeremy Borash and by extension Matt Hardy kind of deserve with cinematic matches being such a viable concept in these times. Well, it's it's a funny thing that people say like all of a sudden there's this moment that there's this cinematic thing that happened, but like people were doing that, you know, 20 years ago, uh, Rock and, and Mick Foley, Halftime Heat, uh, Austin and, and Booker in, in the grocery store. Um, there's so yeah. many of those things over the years that have happened. Did, did they did they do a great job taking that to another level? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Absolutely. Jeremy's an incredible, um, incredible talent with a, with a, an eye for storytelling and an eye for image and everything else. And I, man, I can't tell you how much I love working with him. The, the, the one thing that I, I, I don't, you know, I want to be careful to say is there was a whole team of people that worked on that as well. So, you know, Derby's name gets thrown in there a lot, but, but the team that worked on that, that was a total team effort, um, of, of multiple people, multiple camera people, uh, the, you know, that you, to negate the edit process, there are two, two guys in particular that worked on that, that our TV studio that just turned it into artwork, you know, to me. Um, yeah. 
the the scoring, the just everything that was done in that mold. It's it's like uh, you know making a movie and then just put, putting it all on one person, and 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 I don't mean that as a knock to him because clearly he's phenomenal, but um, there were so many people that deserve credit for that, and and um, it was all done quickly put together. There wasn't a large planning process around it. So that the, the fact of what that came out to be was, was amazing. And I was, you know, to be honest, I, I was thrilled for, you know, I was thrilled for fans to get to see it in WrestleMania and everything like that. I was thrilled for AJ. Um, but for Taker to me, that was the, that was the thing of just, you know, one, one more situation where he gets, the you know he's coming back he's going to do this thing and all of a sudden man everything is falling apart around it and it's becoming something it's not and you know that's that's tough and um man I, you know i was i was really thrilled with how it came out for him more so than anybody else but um to to that to that fact and, and that's not to negate the the matt hardy jeremy borash uh thing that you mentioned you know that yeah that that, t- that took it to another level. There's all steps in these things, but to say it all started there, I mean, I think to me is is not accurate. Yeah, I know, absolutely. And thanks for your time. Really appreciate it, man. Yeah, thank you, Elsie. Thank you. And we'll go uh, back to the U.S. and Kelly Wills with PWTorch.com. Hey, Kelly. How are you doing, Paul? Um, so I'm good. Yourself? I'm uh, not too bad here, uh, off in the suburbs, so I'm okay. 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 So um, we've seen a lot more surprise on NXT uh, in recent months, yes, but uh, but even more so lately. For instance, last night, I thought Birch and Morgan moved as very effective red herrings uh, to be the next uh, number one contenders when we were really working towards Brazango and something else. Um, And I'm just curious if uh, the amount of surprise that we're seeing is just a series of interesting events kind of converging at once, or was this a calculated move toward more surprise to elevate the weekly TV show? Well, I mean, I think um, you always want to elevate everything and elevate your shows and across the board. Um, I don't think there's ever a time where we go, well, let's not surprise them. Um, but uh you know, we're, we're, yeah, you just always want to make the best possible show that you can. And, um, sometimes you have great ideas that lead to a, a nice surprise for people that you hope, uh, don't, you know, come out and, uh, don't get reported on first and can be a surprise. And, you know, it's, it's actually been one of the nice things, uh, with the, the, way we're doing TV now is that you have the ability to um, do things and, and not necessarily have it get out there before it airs. And that's just nice from a, from a fan standpoint of the ability to be surprised, the ability to uh, tune into something and not know what's going to happen beforehand or not already have the, the report that, Oh, these people are there and they're going to do this in the show tonight. And, you know, it, it, it takes away from the enjoyment of, um, of fans and, um, whenever we can do that, we try to. So I'm glad people thought it was a good surprise. Absolutely. Uh, just great weekly TV, uh, recently. Thanks a lot, Paul. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you. And now we'll go to Alex McCarthy with talk sport. 
Hey, Hello, you? fool. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? You staying safe over there? Yeah, man. Things are fine where I am. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm lucky. one of the lucky ones, I guess. Um, just talking about this weekend, and I wanted to touch on the women's triple threat. Obviously, put the decision to put the belt on Charlotte at WrestleMania has various connotations, you know, helping the brand, you know, have a presence on different shows and working with other women to maybe raise them up too. And uh, how pleased have you been with her carrying the title and the, the matches she's been having? Because uh, it seems like there's a nice cocktail that's led to this triple threat at the weekend. Yeah, you know, um, for me, I've been thrilled with this whole thing. And I think this speaks to Charlotte as a performer. And I know sometimes that she's just bashed and, and uh, because of her dad and, and her name and, and everything else, she, you know, uh, no, no matter what she does, uh, sometimes it's criticized. But to me, this speaks to her as a performer that she would want to do this, that she would want to work across all the brands if she could, that she would want to um, carry that torch when it was put in front of her and, and to do this. And, and really the long term on this is building up other talent and um you know as spectacular as a moment of as Rhea Ripley had um and then going into WrestleMania I, I wish they could have had that in the stadium I wish they could have had that in front of fans I wish for both of them for everybody but you know um for Rhea and and to have that moment and just have it with Charlotte in that stadium would have been uh, you know, kind of a, a making moment for her. And to me, the, the, that, that loss almost helps her as a character get to where she needs to be for the long-term arc of who she is. You know, the burnout factor and in, in stuff is intense and it's quick and short attention spans and, and everything else. So to me, this is phenomenal. Um, and Charlotte carries with her the aura of, whether perceived from a work or perceived from a behind the scenes standpoint of somebody that is unbeatable or that is this champion that carries herself in a different light. You feel it. At least I do when I see her on TV that she carries herself in a different way. Um, to have Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai step into the ring with that and, and, and be able to do what they all can do. They're going to tear this thing up on Sunday. And I know they will. Um, there is nothing Charlotte likes more than when people say uh, she's been given something, then going out there and putting on the performance of the night and showing everybody why she is where she is. Um, I know Rhea feels like she's got something to prove that where she was, wasn't for a fluke or anything else. And Io Shirai is ready and, and willing and able to step up to that level. Like I said earlier, one of the greatest uh, could be the greatest in ring female in the world. You could make that argument very easily. So this match will be off the chart. I know they're going to want to steal the show. I know they're going to want to take it to another level, and I'm I'm thrilled with where it's at. Thank you, Paul. I'm looking forward to it too, man. Thank you. Thank you. And next we'll go to Miguel Perez with Marca. Hey, Miguel. I'm good. You? I'm very good, thank you. To be honest, it's an amazing pleasure for having us today. So, thank you. Maybe if you could speak a little bit louder, I'm just having a little bit of a hard time hearing. 
Yeah, sure. Do you hear me well? Yeah, that's better. Thank you. Okay. So let's start. Um, uh, one year ago, WWE opened a performance center in the United Kingdom. Um, do you think that there is any possibility to open more performance centers in Latin America or Japan in the future? Yeah, yes, I, th I think that that is um, still a goal. They have the international expansion, so to speak, whether that's performance centers, whether that's recruiting in markets, whether that's creating localized content like we've done um, with NXT UK and, and, and having a brand there on the ground, you know, the, the moment in time we're in with a global pandemic and everything else has, has, um, you know, obviously put a lot of that on, on hold and you have to figure out where, where things will go after you come out of this situation. But that is very much still the goal. You talk about the UK performance center, And NXT UK, we're still as committed to that as ever. Um, I can't wait. I know uh, we have a lot of um, athletes chomping in the bit uh, that can't wait for the reins to be taken off or the, the restraints to be taken off and let them get back to what they do and what they love to do. Um, and I think that product will, once, once uh, when they're given the green light, that product's going to be spectacular Uh, just from their enthusiasm. And, and I can't wait, you know, we have a lot of talent um, too. When, when all this first started to happen, you know, talent like Pete Dunn and, and everybody, we sent them home try just because we could see some of this travel stuff coming and try to get them back and, and everything before it became problematic. And now we're just waiting for this to open up so that uh, we can get back to, to doing what we do and, and they can get back to, to their careers. And so, you know, Um, when, when all of this is behind us, it'll be very exciting for them. And also globally, that expansion uh, will be uh, huge for a lot of markets. Hey, thank you so much, Hunter. And again, uh, it's been a great pleasure to talk with you. And I hope that uh, NXT is over in your house. It's going to be uh, a great show. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right, next we'll go to Jason Powell with ProWrestling.net. Hey, Paul, how are you? Hi, Jason, how are you doing? Doing well, thank you. So I guess my question today is, are the wrestlers and crew receiving actual COVID testing now? And if not, why not? So, so the testing that we do is um, we have obviously a um, medical experts on our team led by Dr. Maroon, Dr. Dugas. So they work with CDC and the government to determine what is the best approach for us to take to ensure the safety and the wellness of our performers. And that is what we do. That is working with the local and federal government. Um, you know, when, when you begin to talk about various types of testing, and there's a lot of that um, thrown around, the, the accuracy of those tests become questionable and how and, and everything else. So, um, you know, we need to, um, we need to do what we're being told to do by the medical experts. And once that widespread testing that is accurate becomes available, we will do so. But the accuracy of those tests has to be there first. But in the meantime, our medical pro protocols are extensive and, most importantly, 
they've worked. Very good. Thank you for your time. Thank you. And next we'll go to Rahul Ramakrishnan with Republic. Hi, Bart Aulia. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? Very good. Okay. Well, Paul, so um, I'm calling from India, and there's a huge fan following that WWE NXT has in India. Uh, it's been happening in India since the last two months, and uh, people are hooked on to WWE and NXT and watching the matches uh, over here in India because uh, uh, it, it's, uh, WWE is the second most uh, watched sport in India after cricket. So I just wanted to understand you uh, by, with, uh, with you that what you faced while pulling off a tournament like TakeOver during the current situation and uh, any uh, message you want to give to your fans in India. So I, I missed the first part of the question about the tournament. And sorry, it cut out for half a second. Could you repeat that? Uh, yeah. Well, so, yeah, sure. So I was just asking, in the current scenario, what are the challenges that you face while pulling off such a huge uh, tournament like TakeOver? Well, you know, in, in this time, obviously, the safety and, and health of our talent is first and foremost. So the challenges have been many. Um, challenges with the location, with keeping everybody safe, all of that. Um, as as everybody else has, but you know we're we're one of the few things that has been able to stay out there and 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 keep putting out product even without our fans being there. Um, so it's very challenging. And as far as India goes, um, I'm I'm very excited about our um, one our fan base in India. I've been there many times. It's one of my favorite places, and um, the fans there are second to none. I cannot wait for this to all be behind us so that we can get there and increase that, that footprint in India. I would love to bring NXT there. I would love to, to get further into that market and, um, and see where we can go with it and develop it and make it increase um, that fan base and their passion even more. Really, really get in there and, and deliver something for them special. All right, sure. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for that. All right, guys, we're going to do two more calls, and then we're going to wrap it up. Thank you. Thank you. Our next one will come from Christian Bruns with Power Wrestling. Hey, Christian. Hey, Paul. Good evening from Germany. So um, NXT last week introduced a brand-new version of a cage match with Timothy Thatcher and Matt Riddle. How did the idea come about for the um, side pit, and how did you think of the execution and the potential of having uh, more matches with uh, this brand new cage match concept in the future. Yeah, so the, the, the fight pit, as we call it, um, sort of came about organically. You know, you, you, the right performers were there with, with Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher, two, um, two, two uh, talent that bring a different style, a, a more um, ground-based sort of... Uh, grappling style and, and, you know, um, Matt Riddle can do just about anything. And Timothy Thatcher is such a good 
technical grappling wrestler and, and so gritty and tough that that type of environment seemed like the right environment for them. Um, you know, we based it off some things of the past, some things that we wanted to see and, and we're able to put it all together. I think, um, it really captivated people. And, and of course the match delivered, um, which is always the, the key to that. But, uh, I think people were intrigued by it. And I think that has become, or will, will become one of the sort of, uh, you know, um, I guess signature matches of NXT, uh, that the fight bit can, can sort of be the, the go-to grudge match or something like that, where uh, I think you'll definitely see more of them in the future. I was thrilled with that one. I think fans enjoyed it and uh, I look forward to doing more with it. It was great stuff. And I, um, I hope that the return of, of in your house at Sunday doesn't bring back too many memories of the hot pan match back in 95, but thanks for your time to that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I have uh, a nightmare still about the hot pan match. Those pigs are big and poop a lot. Thank you. And next we'll go to Bill Pritchard with WrestleZone.com. Hi, Paul. How are you? Hey, hey, Bill. How are you doing? Good. Uh, so I wanted to ask about the In Your House theme coming back and when the plan to have this as a themed event uh, came up, if it had anything to do with the current situation and Can you see it returning as an annual event, kind of like how War Games has become a fall event for you guys? Yeah, you know, it, it absolutely came about given the circumstances. You know, as as um, takeovers evolved in the beginning, they all had different names. And then, you know, we, as we started going to the cities, we started sort of morphing them into the city um, and the location. And so it's always a, a, a fluid Uh, work in progress kind of thought. So as this came about, when we were going to have the opportunity to do a takeover on, on June 7th on the network and, you know, what should we do there now? Because we're, we're back in Florida and we're in our home and it's not like you want to go back to the, the city or anything. So the conversation came up and it just seemed like the perfect timing for boy, everybody stuck in their house. It's the perfect timing. And, um, You know, the reaction to it was huge. It was funny that we made the decision to name it In Your House, uh, take over In Your House, and it wasn't until after we'd made the decision that it was pointed out to me that it was like a couple of days before the 25th anniversary of the first In Your House pay-per-view. It was just a happy coincidence. Um, it uh, So it all it all worked out great, and um, yeah, I think uh, we'll see where it goes and, and uh the enjoyment level and everything else, but it definitely could become something that uh, comes back and, and we'll see how, uh, what the enjoyment level is and everything else. And if it's as good as I think it's going to be, I think people might demand it come back. So we'll work on it. Yeah, thanks very much for your time. Thank you, Bill. All right. That, that'll wrap up today's conference call. As always, thank you for everybody for being on the call. We are going to do a post show after take over this Sunday night. So we will send out details uh, to the people that were on this list. Uh, turn back over to Paul for just some closing comments. I, I really appreciate everybody's uh, participation today. And um, I know there's just a lot going on in the world and I really appreciate the time and everybody's interest. And I, um, 
also just uh, please everybody out there, stay safe and um, be healthy. And hopefully we will uh, get you all watching on Sunday and I will talk to you after the show and we can chat again. Thank you so much and uh, take care. Thanks, everybody. Be safe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.